Red evening. Life after the red pill. Before we begin, please smash that like button to let the YouTube algorithm know you appreciate this message. And if you're a regular viewer but you're not subscribed, please hit that subscribe button. It only takes a second and it costs you nothing. Now, Rob, how have you been? I'm pretty good, Jack. It's been a fun week. Uh, work has been work. It's been close to 100 degrees every day. Just because we are in the, you know, kind of the dead of summer, the the dog days of summer. Mm -hmm. uh, but my give a fuck meter has probably dropped about as, I, I thought it was already as low as it could get. Now it got lower. And so, <laughs> but that's where you kind of hit this, this like Zen where you're just like, I don't care. And so then life gets real easy at that point, even when it's hot and then you got stupid shit going on and you got whiny coworkers and all that. I'm just like, I don't, I don't care, mm -hmm. you know? So that's about it there. Um, let's see. Did, you know, did I did the Salt Lake sit down on Wednesday? Cause we took a, took a short break on masculine geek. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that was a lot of fun getting back to that. Cause it's been since May was the last time I did the sit down. And, uh, I've got, Carl from Black Label Logic, hopefully coming up for a show. Nice. And yeah, we were going to do one in July, but he, he had to keep uh, changing it up because he's got a busy ass schedule. Mm -hmm. but, so hopefully here on the 23rd of August, I'm hoping we're going to be able to do a show. And then did the show with Nick and well, Bull Rush had, he had some stuff he had to take care of, so he couldn't be a part of the show. So it was just me and Nick, but it, we had a good time. And then earlier day, I did a show with uh, with uh, Chris Von Erich. Nice. It was on the red lens. So he was like, yeah, I want to talk to you. And I was like, you want to talk to me? You realize I'll talk your fucking ear off. And <laughs> and that's pretty much what I did. So, and yeah, then I, I did my little video that you just watched. So uh, meet in the hole. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Chris asked me too, and I'm like, dude, that's, that's 3 a.m. in my morning. Although, Lately, I have been waking up at 3 a.m. in my morning. It's really? Like, yeah, I don't know why, but I'm just right awake. I kind of like it. I really do because I nice. get a lot done in the morning. Now, the morning is mine, as in those hours are really mine to use as I want to. I made three videos this week. I finished an audiobook. Uh, I finished all of my exercise performance videos. Were those the videos that you sent to me? Yes. I, I still need to watch them. So okay. I, I, I'm, I'm not ignoring you. I just kind of spaced it. So I, no, I, no. I intend to watch that. Ah, that's okay. I send them to Curvy as well. He liked nice. them. Nice. Uh, Abu American 2. And the only feedback I got with, was with the bench video that I maybe want to narrate a bit more about the head position and safety and i was like mm. ah, i could i could get into that so yeah i'm gonna alter that one one more bit okay so yeah i've been productive and with the videos by the way i started doing a couple of things and here's for you other content creators out there starting content creators what i started doing was every video i now start out with smash that like button and things like that like make the audience aware of the fact that there is a youtube algorithm and they can help out without spending any money also i use a bit more seos like search engine optimization so i take the subject of the video just put it in the search bar and see what pops up use the first three of those as tags and now every new video has an average of 100 viewers in the first day. Oh, wow. Now, 100 might be rookie numbers for some, but going from 20 to 100? that Those are decent numbers, yeah, especially yeah. for, you know, kind of smaller niche audience or whatever, you know. That's, that's actually good to know. Yeah, so that's developing. I took Curvy's. Uh, I took Curvy's advice, or not necessarily advice. I took his quote, like Warren Buffett sees, sees making money as a game. I was like, wait a minute. What if I do start seeing this as a game? Like, okay, what are the rules, and how do you play this, and how do you get forward? And then I just started implementing little things, and it works. Nice. So just keep doing that. Other than that, 
same as you, man, at work. I love the weather. Like, I like the heat, but my mood was just below zero. Like, I had clients calling me like, I want you to do this for me. And I'm like, I can't do that. There's a procedure in that, and you're just going to do that. Oh, you don't want to help me. Yeah, I do. You just don't want my answer. Anything else? Oh, and I want your name. You're not getting it. <laughs> I just flat out said that. Like, no, we're not going to do that. You're just pissed off. I'm not giving you the answer you want. And now you're throwing a hissy fit. Anything else? Okay, you don't want to be helped. Bye. <laughs> Piss off, mate. And the funny thing was, because we still digitally, digitally communicate with each other, all of my other coworkers were way more rude. <laughs> they were they were way way ruder than I am, uh, because well again like like I said I love this heat I really do but they can't stand it, and I was like I thought I was rude but I'm just being normal with my boundaries they are actually just hanging up and things like that nice <laughs> and I'm like oh well good for them oh but by God other than that other than that kickboxing went well this week. Finally got my left kick a bit more uh, the way it needs to be instead of hurting all the time. Other than that, with training-wise, I got a deload with uh, strength training. And I finally sold that Silver Stormtrooper. Did I tell oh, you? Yeah? No. Tell me about the Silver Stormtrooper. I had a Silver Stormtrooper magnet out of okay. Lego. It was a 10th. 20th anniversary thing or something like that and i put it on the dutch craigslist and these idiots were like oh i'll give you two bucks and i'm like no i know the value of this thing so finally somebody put a proper bid on it this week and i finally sold it and remember that tiny pirate ship i once showed you like the last one yeah okay well i purchased that one as well because i found it cheap and i was like nice. oh, well, that's not bad it's like 30 bucks less than the average price it goes for. I'm like, eh, can I can I let this one go? Not really. Not nice. Really. But I have been looking to maybe maybe sell one of the ships, maybe. And then one of the Pirates of the Caribbean one because you have the 90s Lego series and then you have the you have the Pirates of the Caribbean and it doesn't really fit. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If there's one to be sold, it's gonna be that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna it's gonna give me two hundred and fifty bucks for a ship I bought for one hundred. Nice. So that's a pretty decent investment. Very nice. <laughs> Don't do Bitcoin, boys. Do Legos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh yeah. man, but you you'll be surprised because remember uh, remember I worked in the Lego store. Mm. You'd be surprised by how easy you can make profit on it if one of these guys isn't paying attention. Like you had the uh, the Lego Big Ben set or the the Tower Bridge, mm. and that usually goes for about two fifty. And I knew people who sold that for one eighty, so that's like a seventy buck profit already there. And if you can do that a couple of times, I mean, that's it. Decent trade in that, but you need to have the the creator sets and blah blah blah. Like, but yeah, if you have, and, and ideally you want to, if you're going to do that, it, it's kind of like anything collectible in a lot of ways. You want to leave it in the box. You want to have all the stuff and yada yada yada. Yeah. Which you know, not saying it's a bad thing, but that's you know, you don't necessarily want to build them like you do. You know, you no. want to make sure that it's basically pristine. And that, that is exactly what you're doing is you're basically just turning around and, and flipping it. Mm. So. <laughs> flipping Legos instead of flipping houses. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's basically what you're doing. Yeah, but so. When it comes to collector's items, it's not a bad thing to do. Like if you want to get into the, um, the mannerisms of hustle, sort of say, that's a good way to start out. Like find a niche, find one of these toy niches, these... Childish Nietzsche's. Oh, seriously, man. I'm not doing it. I'm not making a reaction video on it. She can have it. <laughs> but the uh, the market for those things is extraordinary. 
If you can find one of these collectibles for a cheap pricing that the person selling you that doesn't know what it is, well, that's the procedure. You find some of these things, you find a guy who wants to pay you more, instant profit. Yep. And then you apply that to real estate and things like that. And then you make bank. Six fix your business. <laughs> business. <laughs> Clary gave me access to his course. And now I'm shitting on it because his intro video is 30 minutes long. I don't have the time. We're dying here. <laughs> but I already viewed everything. I just put it on twice the speed. But it's, did you see it yet? I have not. I mean, I got the link as well, but I'm, I'm pulling an Aaron Clary and it's like, I don't, I don't have time. I got shit to do. How does it you know? feel, old man? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, you're constantly on my ass about, you know, can you do this shorter or whatever? Because I don't have time for this. I'm, I, I got, I, I'm busy. I, I got so many things going on, and I'm just, yeah, I'm playing it back to you, dude. I, I'm fucking busy. I got mm. shit to do. You know, now you're asking me for a handout or a favor. It's like, yeah, well, here you go. I'm fucking busy. <laughs> I'll get around to it when I get around to it. He hasn't found the speed up button on YouTube, I guess. No, nope, probably not. Oh, that reminds me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Did you did you see the video I made where because I had some guys in the comments on a couple of my older videos that were like, hey, you know, you, you need to talk faster type of thing. Oh yeah, and, I heard it now. and I and I made my my most recent video that's up. I I I was like right at the beginning, I was like, wish granted, and I I sped it up to three times where you can still understand what I'm saying. It's just, but it's a lot faster now. A, a five minute video got brought down to like two and a half minutes. It's great. And, and the thing is the sons of bitches, they, they, they like, they're like, all oh, right on, you know, that one of them was even like, what did he say? He goes, yeah, normally I have to put it on two times speed. This time I had to turn it down to half speed. So that was a nice change of pace. And I'm like thinking, oh, you motherfuckers. All right, I got another video coming. Let's see you fucking slow this one down. <laughs> so I got another one ready to roll. I'm having fun with these guys. It's like, oh, I love fucking with people. So all right, here we go. Mm. That's a good way to interact with your audience. Mm? Quick look at the chat, by the way. Like, Speaking of active audiences. Oh, yeah, the million dollar chat's here. Yeah, John's here. No, hey, nonstop Dre's here too. Nick is here. Amos. Plain Jane, I haven't seen him before. Welcome. And Bacon Gomez with the $2.23 super chat. Whole, how long you all going for tonight? Eh, probably one hour in total. Might head home. Well, maybe you will. I don't know. I think he means if you want to call on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's got going on there. Bacon's always out there doing intel and whatnot, being boots on the ground. Mm -hmm. Being drunk in the park again. Oh, dude, that that's that's so awesome when he's drunk in the park. <laughs> Those live streams are amazing, uh, dude. Oh. It's organized chaos on when he does one of his shows. It's just, mm -hmm. it's like wow, there's literally no method here, but it all kind of works. Mm. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking about the ships, I was kind of trying to self sabotage myself because I don't remember when this was. It was a couple of weeks ago. I walked in. And I saw all the ships, and I was like, isn't this getting out of hand? Isn't this too much? <laughs> like, what would girls say if they walk in without me realizing that there have already been 20 here or something like that who never mentioned it? I was going to say, obviously, all of them yeah, didn't give a fuck. Never. So why, why are they going to Why are they going to start giving a fuck yeah. now? I mean, Unless I you know. start doing you know, some kind of a spurg routine and be like, hey, Hey, look at my ships. What, what, what do you think of my ships? Look, see, Legos, Legos, they're my ships, guys. And they might, they might be like, what are you doing? But Dearing. you just keep doing your thing. They ain't going to give a fuck. They don't care. Mm -hmm. So I was texting with this girl and blah, 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 and going back and forth. I'm like, by the way, I'm a huge nerd too. Oh, really? Why? And I just showed a picture of those ships. Instant reaction. Oh, my God, those are awesome. I was like, ah, man, seriously, what do I have to do to self-sabotage? So, so you were trying to burn, is what you were doing. Yeah, I like I, it. Yeah, right. I really no, I like that one. because it was an instant curiosity a while back. For, for some reason, like even after twenty girls were here, like not counting the first ten because I didn't have that much ships. Like, why am I insecure about this? After all that, for some reason, it hit me. The human brain 
mind is a very strange thing when it comes to insecurities, really. Because you've already disproven the fact. So mm -hmm. when I was texting with this girl, I was like, you know what? Let's put it to the test, even though you've already done it, but okay. But the reaction was just amazing. Like, oh, my God, I love those. Where are those from? And blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, well, you know what? And uh, she's a big fucking nerd, too. Yeah. Yeah, all of them. And that's, uh, that, that's where that random tweet a while back came from. Like, all the anime I watch, I know about because of girls. I wasn't kidding about that. Like most girls I talk to are like, have you watched this anime? I'm like, no, I don't know that. Oh, we should watch that. Okay, let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, know what, I know what that means. But there are actually a couple of decent good shows where I'm like, oh, maybe I should listen to them more often. I mean, they are lazy smucks, so they want to be entertained when they're lazy. So maybe well, and there you go. Content. Sometimes on occasion, you know, a broken clock is right twice a day. And sometimes girls can pick anime once in a while. Whammon, yeah. am I right? Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Whammon, you know, fucking whammon. Am I right? Yeah, am I right? <laughs> am I right? <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, but other than uh, that, I do have to say, it has been quiet lately with the whammon. It has been quiet lately. Don't yeah. know why. I think most of them are on holiday or something. No idea, but it's been. Uh, Maybe it's the the calm before the storm. Who knows? Well, here, here's a fun thing I, I started thinking about here. Um, it was probably about a month ago or a few weeks ago anyway. And I started thinking back to, uh, I guess, kind of, I, I was looking for, I guess, patterns like, and, and this primarily revolves around online dating because I'm a lazy fucker, as you know, and my goal when it comes to women is ideally I want maximum results with minimum effort, okay, which, you know, you can interpret that in a million different ways. But for me, it's I want them to come to my house. I, I don't want to have to go out and meet them for coffee or for drinks when I go out and I do my route all day, and it, especially when it's hot like it is, uh, when I come home, I want to stay home. Once I'm home, I don't, I don't want to leave if I don't have to. Mm -hmm. Okay, and and you know, and I I get what the pickup artist guys, you know, talking about approaching and day game, night game, all that, and they're not wrong. There's there's pros for that, but I can also look at it and go, what do I want? You know, when it comes to all this shit, all this talk, all these things, what do I want? And it's like, I want a chick to come over to my house, fuck me, and depending on how she is, either A, go home, or hey, you can crash for a while, but then go home, okay? And so that's always been kind of my game plan i guess that's 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 where i come from that that's the 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 seed i guess that's the point of origin is i want them to come to my house because if they decide to flake or they decide to ghost or do whatever other random shit they do i still win because i'm home mm. so if they don't show up that's fine i'm home if they do show up even better i'm home and that's where, for me at least, and again, I, I get the you know the arguments, but that's where online dating works. Mm -hmm. I know you're not going to get nines and tens. You're not even going to get eights. You're not even going to get sevens on online dating. I don't because, even know if those are real. Well, either way, <laughs> the, you know, the, the hot girls, basically, the, you know, the good looking girls, they're not on online dating because they don't need to be. They get, they get hit on on the street type of thing. You know, they get hit on at work. They get hit on when they go out and do whatever they do. So, yes, there is a ceiling when it comes to expectation of what you're going to find online. Okay. But as Bullrush in the chat said the other night, which I had to quote tweet it because I totally spaced it, and you just kind of alluded to it. It, it's all about what gets you off. You know, it's all about what do you find hot or as I call it, the boner test. Okay. If she gives you a boner, it's all good. Never mind what anyone else thinks or what anyone else says. 
because otherwise all you're doing then is you're literally, you're not trying to pick up girls. You're trying to pick up other dudes because you're doing it for validity. You're doing it to say, Hey guys, look what I got. Hey guys, look what I got. And so I don't care what other guys think. All I care about is, is she hot enough for me? Cause I'm not going to wife her up. I'm not going to keep her around. I'm not going to marry her. I'm not going to move her in. It's catch and release. So knowing that, okay, online dating is slower than the immediate feedback that you will get from day game, night game, walking up and talking to them where, yeah, that's, that's the great thing about approach. You see her, you find her attractive, you go up, you talk, she either accepts or she shoots you down. Either way, you know what's going on and it's, it's instantaneous almost, you know, you know, fast. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the positives about approach. Okay. Online dating. Yeah. It's slower, but you know what? I'm patient. I'm the guy I, I, I liken it to fishing. I got to bait the hook. I got to, you know, put the lure on there and then I got to cast that fucker out. And then I wait around and you know, if I don't get a bite, you got to change the lure up a little bit, try something else whether it's a different app or you got to try a different phrase or a different picture or whatever it is. But the, inevitably I get a bite. It's like, ah, here we go. Got a match. All right. Now it's on. So you start the yap yap and the texting and all the, the bullshit. I want to get them obviously to a phone call rapidly because my goal is get them out of the house, get them in front of my face because if I can get them in front of me, the odds for success go way up, okay? And that's, you know, half the time or more even. Nah, they, they, it doesn't progress past texting, maybe a phone call, and they flake and do whatever stupid shit they do. And that's fine. That's, that's life. That's no different than approaching them on the street, okay? They, they flake. They give you a fake number. They don't, you know, you text them, and they're like, who are you? Because squirrels. So I get it, but at least this way, I'm home. Okay, that, that's my goal. I want them to come to me. And it's so wonderful when they do because it's like, okay, here they are. I can get them to show up without seeing me other than pictures because I've, I've reassured them on some level that I am not a fucking serial killer. I'm not going to bury them in a shallow grave. They, they're adventurous enough that you know, Hey, I, I want to go out and, and fuck a guy and, and, and I'll be the right guy at the right place at the right time. I'm okay with that. I don't need to have razor sharp game. I just need to be available and be kind of somewhat interesting and kind of fun. And they show up and I've learned how to replicate that because if I can do it once I can do it a hundred times. Okay. But getting back to what I was saying, I was looking for patterns that it's like, okay, over the last several years that I've been on and off online dating, when do they seem to bite? When do they not? Well, I've noticed that when you get into summer, like early summer, late spring, through fall, they tend to bite a lot because they like to be out. It's sunny. It's warm because you mentioned the heat. You know, and 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 so my ratio of matches, ratio of hits, ratio of activity picks up in late spring, early summer. Well, late spring through summer into early to mid fall. Once winter comes around, it starts dying off, and I get it because chicks don't like the cold usually. And so, come late November, Decemberish, unless you've already got some plates in rotation, it shit will dry up. And it stays that way. I'll get a little blip on the radar around around Valentine's Day. That oh, you know, if I if I kind of keep the profile active or whatever, I'll pick up a few little hits in right around Valentine's Day, either shortly before, or shortly after, mm -hmm. and then it dies off again. So like January is dead. February, I get a couple of bites. All right, and and I. And I've had those work out that it's the couple of bites I get. They, I guess the women are kind of horny while they're hanging out in their caves or whatever, you know, hibernating. And so they have to come out and, you know, rub out a quick one or whatever. And then March is fucking dead. 
like March sucks. That's that's the going to use your pirate ship analogy. That's the doldrums where there's no air and the ship just sits there dead in the water. Mm-hmm. That's March. Like all of March, even into early April, there is no wind in the sails. The ship's just fucking sitting there. You start wondering, are you going to die because you're going to run out of food and water? And then around early April, it kind of picks up again for a little bit. And then it kind of drops off. And then about Memorial Day, around, around the end of May, early June, then all of a sudden it's like, okay, we're, we're back in business. And, and I've noticed that over about the last seven, eight years, that it's like there is a pattern here, you know, as far as guys, when, do you, when, when to hit the women? Well, honestly, you, you hit them every time, anytime, all the time. That's, that's the truth. But when are you going to see more results? At least in my experience, it's the summertime frame, which, you know, a lot of guys might be like, well, duh. But it's like, no, seriously, if, if you're trying to fish in March, don't be surprised that you don't get any interaction. I mean, maybe other guys have had different experiences and could say bullshit, dude. You know, I, I'm sure John, you know, he's probably, you know, he, he probably has a whole different take on that. But that's kind of how I've looked at it based on my experience, based on what my goals are. You know, my goal is I don't want to leave the house. You know, if I don't have to go out and do shit, then I'm winning. Mm-hmm. You Because know, like I said, whether they flake, they ghost, whatever, I'm okay because I'm home, which is where I wanted to be to begin with. And so, you know, otherwise, maybe I'll have better better odds, better luck or whatever, you know, better ratios. If I was a little more willing to like go to them or meet them somewhere, but I've done that and got ghosted, flaked all that shit. And then it irritates me because it's like, I'm wasting my fucking time. Mm-hmm. And I that's where that point too. And you're not wrong about the time uh, when it's good to go fishing, by the way, I noticed that, the best time is around that transition between spring and summer. So around June, July-ish. Yeah. That's exactly. the, that was like the perfect, that was the time when I had three in one week. Yeah. That and, was around and, there. And I've had that type of thing too, where you get a lot of hits, a lot of, a lot of interaction. Um, real quick, Bacon, what apps do I use? Right now, currently, I'm only using two and that well that's not true i'm using three i'm using the dating option on facebook it's called facebook dating it's only on your phone it's not on the the browser like on your laptop um that one has given me quite a bit of success because that one doesn't uh try to corral me into an age group and that I like. So where I like younger, hotter, tighter, I like the younger women. I can filter for them and they can see me and I can see them with Facebook. I don't have to alter any settings or anything. The other one I use is uh, plenty of whales or plenty of fish. Now that one, when I first started using it, I was honest about my date of birth, not realizing that when I said it, And once you set it, it's locked in. You can't go back and edit it. You can redo your pictures. You can redo your headline and everything else, but you cannot change your date of birth once you've locked it in. Okay. And when you do that with plenty of fish, and I think there's a few other ones, like I think Bumble's the same way, that once you put your date of birth in, they corral you into a certain age group, you know, that basically like the 20 somethings, I can't see them. I can't interact with them. Even the early to mid 30 crowd, I can't see them and interact with them. It's all late thirties through the entirety of the forties. And even up into the fifties is what I have when I use my honest date of birth. Well, I decided, Oh, if these fuckers are going to do that, well, then I'm going to create a whole new profile, which was identical to the old profile. Pictures, headline, everything. The only thing I did is I made myself 10 years younger. So on the profile, according to the algorithm, I'm 38. Okay. But I, and I even put it in my profile. I'm not 38. I'm 48. You know, I don't want to be corralled in. So here I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of activity with a lot of younger women, which because they like the older dudes. 
you know, that it's like, ah, so why is Plenty of Fish doing this? And, and I have a few theories. My biggest one being they got to give the older women a chance. You know, that guys there, you know, they, they kind of force you to only deal with them if you're being honest about your age. Because what guy really wants to date a woman his own age? They don't. They all want younger if they can get it. Well, the older women need love too, apparently. And so they're trying <laughs> to force that issue. And I'm like, fuck that. I don't want to date a 48-year-old woman. I don't want to fuck around with a 50-year-old woman if I don't have to. No, I want 30, you know, 30 years old. My sweet spot right now for me is about 28 to about 35, you know, and a lot of guys can argue it and Oh, epiphany phase and blah, blah. Nah, them, them women will fuck too. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's true. Though they are looking for, how did Royce once say that, that the older they get, the harder they are to gain. Was that Royce? Yes. And no, it, it was, it was, it was Royce. Uh, what he was saying and, uh, and I'm going to be very, uh, liberal and very loose and fast with the translation. Basically, Royce was saying anything over 40, don't even bother. Don't even fucking bother is what he was kind of saying. He well, well, what he said was women in like their late, late 30s, so like 37, 38 through about 40, 41, they're past the wall and they know it. And so in a lot of cases, you don't really have to game them. They're just grateful for the attention. I, I think that's a little more tongue-in-cheek than it is reality, but in some cases, he's he's not entirely wrong, okay? And anything over about 45, he's like, who cares? You know, we're, we're not even going to talk about them because they don't exist, basically. We, do, we don't care. The hardest group, according to Royce, and he's not entirely wrong, is the 30 crowd, the 30-somethings, because they still are somewhat attractive that, you know, there, it is the epiphany phase or whatever. They're thinking about getting right with God and I want to settle down and have kids now. And so they tend to think that their shit doesn't stink still like they were back in their twenties, but they have the higher standard now. So in a lot of ways it can, it can be more difficult, but my experience has been maybe if I was the same age, if you know she's 35 and I'm 35, I, I would probably completely agree with Royce and be like, oh yeah, that's stick with the 20 crowd or something. Don't even bother with the women in their 30s because they are incredibly demanding, incredibly entitled, uh, because they still think they're hot and all that. And and they're not they're not not hot, they're just not as hot as they used to be. But being an older guy in my opinion, and maybe it's just been my experience, gives me an edge. It gives me an advantage. And so the women that are like, say, 33, 34, 35, yeah, they're, they're not as hot as they were when they were 25, but they're a little more, it's, it's kind of a weird trade-off. On one end, they're a lot more eager because I'm sure on some level they want to lock you down because time's running out. But at the same time, they're a lot more, permissive a lot more submissive especially with an, with an older guy because i bring experience i bring wisdom and they're turned on by that hmm. you know, that so my experience with the the 30 something crowd i can see where they could be more difficult for guys in their own age bracket but for a guy like me it's it's really not that big of an issue it's like nah the 40 something women are the ones that it's like oh fuck me <laughs> you know, because they're they're pretty entitled to and and yet they're way past the wall at that point. The majority of them, you know, they they've they they are fat. They have a they, they don't take care of themselves, all that kind of shit. The only difference with the 40 something crowd is usually they're not necessarily trying to lock you down. They're they're just they're a lot of them are post divorce. And so they're looking to party it up. And in that sense, if you you know, if you're the right guy at the right place at the right time, you're in, you know, that they, they don't care that you don't, you don't have to put on errors. You don't have to fuck around and be mysterious and, you know, got to run my lines and do my canned routines and all the bullshit that you hear about. Now they're like, let's go. Mm -hmm. And it's like, cool. You know, and, and it works because again, catch and release. It's, it's not about wifing them up. It's, I want to fuck. I want to have a good time. Nice. And so in that sense, they'll cut through the bullshit. Hmm. 
you know, but I, think, I just looked at that Facebook dating app. Yeah. And the only problem I have with that is that I have to make a Facebook account mm -hmm. and that my associates can find me again and my relatives on social right. media. So right. that's actually withholding me from doing it. Like, no, no. and I get it. Uh, there, you know, I would well, drop Facebook in its entirety, but because I've had success with Facebook dating, that's why I keep it. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to get one again to try this one out, but then I'd be findable to all the people that I don't want to find me. Right, and and I and I get your reasoning. I do, and so there's a reason I don't use my own name, people. It's not just to for the job. It really is so other people won't bother me right yeah because absolutely. i've had friends find out about or associates find out about this mm -hmm. they're like oh i saw you have a youtube channel you have over a thousand subscribers oh that's so cool i'm like yeah. like why didn't you tell us because I yeah keep, uh, i want to keep that close to the chest like oh but it's so cool that you're doing that you should be proud no 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 Shush. right i don't want to talk about that i don't want to talk to you about that exactly hush dear well, speaking, i get it speaking about this whole dating app thing by the way tinder what tinder does lately and this is how i came to the whole location thing every now and then they throw you a curveball with a girl who's like ten thousand kilometers away <laughs> yeah and they all do that at some point for some odd reason every time i'm a match with those girls like the dutch girls eh not so much, but like the foreign girls, they love me. And they are submissive. They are hot, willing, and ready. And they're not catfish accounts. Don't worry. They don't ask me for my bank account or anything. But, but they're way... sure they're not a bunch of dudes in the basement? Is the No, question. no, because of some of them, I even get their WhatsApp number. Oh. And I make very sure I have my ways to know for sure. Yeah, you, you, you trust but verify. I got you. I verify but trust. There no you verify go. then trust. There you go. But I'm like, okay, in the past, how have foreign girls treated you? And then I realized it really is location. Location is one of the things a lot of people don't talk about. And if you haven't read it, go read Gendernomics by Carl from Black Label Logic. And he goes into this as well. Like The more crowded area you are in, the better success you will have. Absolutely. The less attractive men there are, the more success you will have. Yep. The more of an outsider you are, the more success you will have. Because every time I am somewhere and there's American girls... They, they are all over me. Yeah, I believe and, that. I mean, oh, yeah. You like the way my food tastes? God damn it. <laughs> I told you <laughs> that, right, in Istanbul? I haven't told you that story? I don't think okay. you have. Oh, this is a good story. There's a, hey, Alpha Sloth is here. Nice. <laughs> Chest is here, too. Nice. The chat is growing. Yep. Chesty is here. While Alpha you're Sloth. getting ready to tell me the story, real quick, I want to throw out there... Um, I don't, for me, I don't really fuck around with Tinder because I've had zero success mm. with Tinder. So I gave that one up. Bumble is the same thing, zero success. But I think Bumble corrals you too because when I ha did have Bumble, um, I again, I was it was kind of like plenty of fish. I was only seeing women in like their very late 30s all through their 40s up into their 50s. I wasn't seeing the 20-somethings and the early 30-somethings. So I think Bumble corrals you as well. So it, I, it, I'm almost wanting to install that one again and play with the age thing again and see what happens with that one. Mm -hmm. But I've, had, I've never had any real success with Tinder. And so to me... Uh, obviously i'm just not that guy you know i'm mm -hmm. i'm not you i'm not alpha chad and so it's like fuck it i'm not gonna bother with tinder we so can all be great but i have to admit i be mortal as well because and i told you this offline after hitting that 30 my drive to chase girls just plummeted like, yeah i have won the race i have won the competition <laughs> now what because when, I mean, I'm a man. I still wanna. I still wanna almost fuck everything that moves and lives. Mm. But I do too. I, I just want them to come to my house to do it because I'm lazy. Well, kind of like that. And <laughs> now, if I'm on those, 
online dating apps, most of it is left. Like mm -hmm. I have become so critical. Like, mm -hmm. no, I am in shape. I take care of myself. And if you don't, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that much. simple. It really yeah. is that simple. It is. Like, no, you're not this wrong. This is what I want because it reflects what I am. Like, I, I think I can hold them to the same, same standards as I hold myself. But the norm, things like that, bell curve, yada, yada, yada. I mean, it's lonely on the top. But <laughs> <laughs> it's lonely oh, on that note. You wax poetic on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, Istanbul. Brilliant story. I went to Istanbul with a friend of mine. We're in a hostel, yada, yada, yada. All of a sudden, these American girls show up. Now, American girls are great to take the piss out of. They, seriously, as a European, I am having a field day with that because it's stereotype after stereotype after stereotype, and they just keep laughing because you're European and you're handsome and you're six foot tall and you're everything they ever dreamed of because the average American isn't six foot. No. But I'm short for a European. So, works in my favor. But since you're nagging them and you're not putting them on, the, on a pedestal because they're Americans and I'm European and we're the master race, we have evolved. <laughs> like, you and your civil war, that's so cute. <laughs> We've had that for, like, thousands of years. <laughs> I know. Let me have my fun. <laughs> let me have my fun. But there was also an American boy. Amer yeah, he was a boy. And he wanted her attention so bad. And he kept telling stories and, oh, he was so great and blah, blah, blah. And I just sat there like, I really don't care about your shit stories. I really don't. So I was just walking with my friend. And then I saw her walking close to me. And I was like, I know what this game is. So I looked at my friend. I'm like, we're going to go a bit more to the right. He's like, why? I'm like, watch. So we're going a bit more to the right. And all of a sudden, she and her friend go a bit more to the right. I'm like, okay, let's see how far I can play this. We went all the way to the left. All of a sudden, she went a bit more to the left. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. So we found a restaurant. And back then, I still smoked. Yes, I admit, I have a dirty, filthy habit. Had a dirty, filthy habit. Had. And uh, everyone was done eating. And the stupid boy was talking about all his accomplishments that nobody cared about. And you could see it on her face. You could just see it on her face, the disgust she had for this boy. He was 19 or something like that. Mm. And I just smacked my hands on the table and I was like, I'm going out for a smoke. See you guys later. And all of a sudden she stood up. She's like, I'm coming with. I'm like, if it wasn't obviously already. So I just walked outside, lit my cigarette. And she was just standing there nervously. And I just turned around. So you're going to kiss me or what? She's like, okay. <laughs> we French kissed. The first thing she said, you like the way my food tastes? Oh, God damn. Roll with it. Roll with it. <laughs> you have got to be kidding me. Wow. First thing that came out of her mouth, I'm like, <sighs> that kind of gives me a flashback to high school. Oh, I thought Vietnam, but <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. It, it was about the same time era. But I remember there was this guy and he he was psycho. He he was a crazy motherfucker. And apparently cuz I I only caught part of the conversation, but the part I caught goes right along with what you said what she said to you. Because apparently this psycho dude had, uh, he fucked some other dude's girl, okay, and decided to rub it in the guy's face because the guy was walking with the girl and he kissed her and psycho turned to the guy and said, how does my dick taste? And so that's what it kind of reminded me of. It turned into a fight right then and there. Oh yeah, I you can know? imagine. And Psycho beat his ass, mm. you know. But it was just that kind of, you know. How does my food taste? That's it. That's what he's like. How does my dick taste? <laughs> it's like, oh god. So like, we're talking some, you know, fucking non flashback shit there. Yeah, I mean, I fucked another guy's girl a couple of times, but I was always like, you know what? She can deal with that. I'm not dealing with it. Mm. 
Because weirdly enough, I'm this strange hybrid of introvert, extrovert kind of thing. Like, I like the adventurous things, but I don't like the hassle. Like, if yeah. somebody comes to my doorstep, like, oh, I have an issue with you. I'm like, I don't care. Leave me alone. I'm playing mm -hmm. video games or mm -hmm. I'm making money online or whatever. Mm -hmm. Go away. <laughs> but other than that, it's like, people, you can deal with your own shit. She wanted to bang me. I don't know why. I didn't care. I got mine. Fuck off. Don't Deal care. Got laid. Bingo. That's it. <laughs> it. It sums up so much. Don't care. Got, got laid. laid. Bye. That's but it. That wasn't the first American girl I had my dealings with, by the way. For some mm. reason, the, the, the English girls don't have the same don't have the same reaction as the Americans to me. Could mm. be because it's too nearby and the accent resonates too much. I don't know. Right. You're but, a little more common to them or something. I don't yeah. know. But the other American girl also happened to be the girlfriend of another guy, a very much older guy. And that's, that's actually where I was supposed to get red pilled, I guess, but I wasn't paying attention. We were there. At the local pub, which was just around the corner here, by the way, which got burned down a <laughs> couple of months. Yeah, very sad story. The owner was in it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Was it joggers out jogging that caused the burning or what? No, 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 absolutely not. Absolutely oh. not. Like, just all of a sudden. Apparently, somebody uh, put fire to it. And strangely enough, the same day I found out his wife wanted to divorce him a month earlier. So I was oh. like, ah, I know enough. Mm -hmm. Two plus two is four. But okay. Um, where was I going? Oh, yeah. They had a Beatles cover band. Two guys. And they had this hot blonde with them. This amazing hot American blonde with the with the rocker outfit. Know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, mm -hmm. the short black skirt and the yep. reddish tints. I was like, damn. And, of course, my beta friends were all over her. Like, oh, 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 oh. And there I was, nagging the ever-loving crap out of her. You weren't nagging, you were nigging. Nigging. You, you, gotta, you gotta pronounce it right, because nagging is a whole nother fucking animal. I know. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I was <laughs> nagging her. Why oh, aren't you Jesus. cleaning? So, so you're playing Karen game, okay. Yeah, I'm playing Karen game. <laughs> okay, nigging. That there better nigging. Yeah, you so got I it. was nagging the ever-loving crap out of her. And she was like, what's with this guy? And blah, blah, blah. And back then, I smoked as well. And she smoked too. I mean, I don't know why I'm giving this up. It's a great opener. <laughs> don't smoke, kids. Don't do it. But okay. And all of a sudden, we started talking about Pokemon cards. I don't know why. I was like, oh, as a, as a child, I was an avid collector of that. And I still have them. Want to come to my place and see them? She's like, okay. And... I was like, wait, what? Literally, I went to my place for the Pokemon cards and I was like, wait a minute, I have this girl in my room while her boyfriend friend is playing in his band not even 50 meters from here. And she's wide open. So we started kissing and whatever and she was wearing red lingerie and things like that. We didn't bang, but enough for her to say she cheated. So I was like, okay, girl, what just happened? Or I don't even remember when I asked it. And straight from the horse's mouth. I don't actually love him, but he takes me places and he buys me all these things. He's a beta. I, yeah. And at these places, there are nicer guys as well, like you. And I'm like, at that point, I didn't, the wheels didn't start turning yet because this was one of the first times that actually happened. But guys, don't buy <laughs> your girl fancy traveling shit. Don't, because then a guy like me shows up. He doesn't know what he's doing and gets some. That is the most horrible part about all of this. Like <laughs> the first nine, maybe 10 of my notch count was all with, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. Strangely enough, like they all came to me. Like the majority of them came to me where I was like, oh, I'm just sitting here playing video games, doing my thing. Which... Since you brought up location, but you're actually talking, you know, like literal proximity, you know, you know, you're in, in, in the Netherlands or you're down wherever in the American girls and all that location to me, uh, 
and maybe this is where, but it, it does work. I, I figured the segue or whatever, the tie-in, because when you mentioned location to me earlier, what I was thinking was what you're leading up to with these first 10 or whatever, where you didn't know what the fuck you were doing. You're playing your video games or whatever. You were literally right guy, right place, right time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And from my experience, and, and it's funny because one of the guys I follow on Twitter uh fuck who was it i'm trying to remember his name now it doesn't matter he he quoted i think he quoted nick krauser or something and he was saying that nick was based on his experiences was saying that proximity being in proximity of the women basically being right guy at the right place at the right time in his opinion in nick's opinion was more important than a system, you know, like mystery method or, or whatever, you know, 100% agree. And, and so do I, that's the thing. It was literally when I read that, I was like, Oh my God, because that's, I've been thinking that for quite some time that it's like, you know, that that's my game for lack of better words. It's I put myself into proximity and I start looking for women that are interested. You and wanna, those are the ones that I fucking go and talk to. You want to God's, Nate, you want you want an honest to God's answer on mm. or an honest to God's opinion on that? Mm. Okay, there. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I know body wise, I look better than the majority of men. I know that. I also know that that takes a hell of a lot of effort out of the equation when you just show up. Yeah, <laughs> you just show up. You get the looks and yeah, and, and the problem that, is I hate going out. Oh, I get it. I, you know, I, I get it. That's where I live. Okay. I, you know, you mentioned earlier about, you know, living in like a metro downtown area, for example, where the mm-hmm. population's more dense. And I agree with you. I agree. Yeah. If, if you're looking that you want to go do night game, day game, whatever, the closer you live to a bigger city, the better off you are. And ideally live in that area. You know, you live downtown type of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to live fucking downtown. Okay. I'm 48. I'm cranky. I'm lazy. I want to stay home and I want peace and fucking quiet when I'm at home. That's why I live in the suburbs. Okay. It's intentional where I live. That's why I had to figure out. How do I get them to come to me? You know, otherwise I got to drive downtown and that's 15, 20 minutes away. And I don't want to fuck around in traffic. Okay. That's what, when Skelton and I go out, he really has no idea that it's like, dude, do you realize Skelton? Do you realize the, the miracle from God that you're getting when I show up? Because I don't like going downtown. I don't like, I, I like staying home. I'm a homebody. So for me to go out with you, dude, you really have no idea what kind of an impact that is that I'm like, yeah, let's go out, dude. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Because normally I'm like, no, I want to stay home. I want them to come to me. I want Uber with hoes. Okay. And so that's what I've had to learn. Hober. <laughs> Huber. <laughs> Hober. Yeah, I like that. Horber. <laughs> yeah, you said that. I was like, hey, there's a new app. <laughs> Yeah, Hober. <laughs> John, make it happen. Market it. Hober. There you we go. I trust yeah. in John with that one. Make, say whatever you want. He's a marketing genius. Yes, he is. Hober. But that's that's the thing. You know, <laughs> that I guess you know, and I and I know I've wrote about it. I've talked about it because I don't. I I don't claim to be you know Don Juan the seducer. It's like no, my game is I'm the right guy at the right place at the right time. And then all I try to do is figure out how can I be that guy where I don't have to leave the house and I can get them to come to me, hence online dating. Because sometimes I am that guy and they show up and sometimes it's a repeat visit, whatever. Because after you get that first one out of the way, after that it's easy. It's real fucking easy. You don't even have to have any pretense. You don't have to fuck around. You're just like, what are you doing? They're like, nothing. I was like, you want to come over? I'm on my way. Cool. 
You know, that's that's the exchange. You know, it's a bullshit free seduction at that point. It's it's mm. easy mode at that point. It's that first time that's the tough one that you, you got to jump through a few hoops. But that's what I've been trying to figure out for myself is how can I consistently get them to show up? And and there's no magic bullet. There's no magic pattern that I've been able mm. to find. You know, I, I noticed, like I said earlier, about there's certain times of the year that, that that they run hotter or colder. But beyond that, it's like, nah. all I know is that if I can get one to do it, I can get multiple to do it. And all it takes is some patience and the willingness to admit that I am the right guy at the right place at the right time. It's not about game per se, other than I shut my fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of talking and trying to seduce them, it's like just shut up and let them come over. Don't step on, on your own your own dick. There you yeah. have it. <laughs> Did you see that by the way? Ryan was shitting on people on Twitter who quote philosophy and who aren't the actual philosophers. And then I started <laughs> quoting him. <laughs> Don't step on your own dick, Ryan Stone. Mm. Don't be bait, Ryan Stone. Spot of the tisms. He has a good he has a couple of good memorable quotes. Well, he, he, dude, he really does. He, 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 t- he tends to go off every now and then and talk about other guys and say, you know, the, you know, this is a gift is what he kind of says, you know, to kind of paraphrase him. He'll be like, Hey, here's a field report in the wild. You know, here's one going down real, you know, recognize it for the gift that it is. Uh, Cause he even did that to one of mine when I was, you know, kind of fucking putting shit out there to see what guys had to say. And, you know, Ryan had to get on that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate that. But really, a lot of the guys out there don't realize that the gift here is Ryan. He really is. Some of the shit he says and some of the shit he does. And it's like, you guys, you know, him and Chest. Chest has got to be the most underrated guy I've encountered. That is like Mary Red Pill. Like Curvy. uh, Oh, yeah. All them. All them. Wine, Wine more, please. Yeah, wine more, please. Yeah, all them guys. It's like, Jesus. You know, I thought I, I mean, I'm a veteran in the dating trenches that it's like, you know, oh, you want to know about online dating? Well, sit down. Let me talk to you for a minute. <laughs> sit down. Hey, but yeah, sit down and l- l- let me tell you a tale. You know, this isn't theory. This isn't guys LARPing. I, I can tell you from years of experience of online dating that. It hasn't really changed other than they're corralling you into different categories now. But beyond that, it's the same old fucking game. And so sit down and let me tell you a story. But those guys in the married red pill, Jesus Christ. Yeah. When you said they're based, it's like, dude, it that's not even that's not even close. It's like it's beyond that. Mm. Just said it too. You know, this is red pill on hard mode. And it's like, yeah, and even I think that's even being understated. It's like, nah, I think it's even worse than that. We're 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 creating a whole different system here when you're having to game your wife every day, because even that's why I know it's like I don't want to remarry because fuck out of, I'm good at gaming women once or twice, and then you need to go. Uh, beyond that, I, I I don't know if I want to keep her because most of them aren't worth keeping. Mm. Like, do I really want to game this same person over and over and over and over and over? Well, uh, it's like Rolo said. I don't game my wife. I am the game. And mm. I know what he means by that. Mm. And I think with mm. Ryan, it's the same. It's just, you know, you're dealing with the most responsible teenager in the household. I mean, I don't take women who I bang seriously. It's like, that's cute, dear. It really is. I, it's a default mindset. Yeah. And... I talked to Ryan about that a while back where I was telling a story about why, and he's like, oh, that's a Muse Mastery. You're like, it is? It's like, yeah, well, what, it's a Muse Mastery because you did it like this and then and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, huh. And then I told him, you know what's funny? My game got worse when I knew what game was because then I started overanalyzing it. Yeah. Well, in the beginning. You your fucking head over it. That's what being, you did. Like, my... My my approaches were way better in the beginning, like when I didn't know what I was doing, that that Jack version. But the long term got way better after I got red pilled. I knew what I what it was because mm. you became less needy. You pedestalized them a lot less. Things like that. Mm. Want to wrap this one up? Sure. 
Cool. Okay, guys, let us know in the comments down below what is your experience with proximity and location. Again, please hit that like button to let the YouTube algorithm know that you find this information of value. And if you're a long-time viewer but you're not subscribed, go hit that subscribe button. It doesn't cost you anything. And Jack, before you hit the cut button and we disappear into the ether, you're also forgetting... Uh, you covered the comments, you covered the like, you covered the subscribe, but you're missing another one that's actually kind of major too. Yep. Share this with someone that would get value from it. Because that's another one that tingles YouTube's vagina. The share, believe me, I've looked at the analytics on mine when people do share it. So you're kind of missing out on another one that can get you a lot more exposure. So share, guys. Share with your friends, share with your wife, share with your mother, share with anyone, share with that asshole that's in the office that you don't like. Especially him. Yeah, especially that asshole. Send it to Karen. <laughs> yeah, send it. There you go. Send it to Karen. And for exclusive content, you can always go to subscribestar.com forward slash Jack Napier knows or patreon.com forward slash Rob says underscore underscore truth the mug. And the Gendernomics audiobooks links down below in the in the description. See you next week. Meh. <laughs>